0: Being absolutely honest, all my wisdom <laughs> comes in so late at night. It's currently 11 28 pm at night. The last podcast I actually did was at 3 am. <laughs> I just find it hilarious how during the day I can be completely blank, but then at night time it's like, boom wisdom, let's be honest, I feel like majority of us think more at night than during the day, but yeah, just so you know, like, if you listen to any of my other podcasts and you hear me just mumble and fumble and stumble, I mean, I don't edit it, but you know why, because it's potentially going to be 12am, 1am, 2am, 3am, 4am, or 11.29pm, like right now. But what I wanted to talk about today was failures. Failure in general. Failing in general. Because I mean, I've had many and even lately. I've had a few. And I don't consider that word as negative. Like we've kind of slapped that label on it and saw it as this treacherous road to go down, but I think some, I think majority of us have actually heard that mistakes and failures are a part of life and they help shape you. They help drive you down a path. They help you learn. I mean, it's true. It's very true. But we still carry on this stigmatizing behavior towards it where it's like, if you fail, you're just a failure at life in general. You know, if you get low grades or if you don't pass that exam or that test, or if you don't Study well or do this or do that. You're just an absolute failure in this life. I'm still trying to understand where the logic of that came from and what the point of preaching that is. Maybe I do know, but I can't think of it right now. I feel like I know. It's like another society structure that was built from past generations and then everyone's just sort of gone with it and kept going with it even though it's it's just not working you know a lot of the concepts that go on out there aren't working but failing it is normal but i find it really sad that in a lot of family um backgrounds cultural backgrounds the failing the failing concept is just like an absolute no no, and the consequence of that is that when you're telling your child that they need to continually succeed and succeed and succeed, and that your love is unconditioned is arms um, is conditioned, so you know basically i 'm not going to give you any of my love unless you get good grades or you succeed in school, and you strive and you strive for perfection, and you know you take your lessons, you take your tutoring. <laughs> Tutoring. Why do I don't feel like I said that wrong. Tutoring. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> you get what I mean? You know, if you do all that, then, you know, I will grant you with love and appreciation and I'll grant you with compliments. I still find it really sad that that stuff still goes on. A lot of it's within cultures, if I'm being honest. A lot of cultural backgrounds still really rely on that conditioned love and failing failing, as the absolute end-of-the-world situation. The mentality is really interesting behind that because then we have many people that grow up people-pleasing and with anxiety and not knowing how to cope when they do fall and come across mistakes or come across not succeeding in something. I'm going to be blank, blank. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to be blunt here. If anyone does this out there that's listening, truthfully, you're setting your child up to be very fearful, to be very emotionally unavailable, to not cope. Because in this life, you're going to go through many lessons of mistakes and fall downs and potentially things that don't work out. And when you set this path of perfection up, you're setting up an illusion, making them believe that perfection is the standard they need to strive for. So when that doesn't work, their whole world comes crashing down. I see it so much. I see it too much and I hear it too much. And that's sort of where I have to say that our generation needs to take a step. And the younger generations have to take steps to change that, to break that. It's not easy. Trust me, me know, me know that it's not easy going against the current. Especially when you're surrounded by it. (laughs) And you're surrounded by the same belief systems and family traditions and structures. But hey, everything that you love, especially nowadays, goes against the current in more ways than one. So it's kind of like if you're happy with doing that, do it. And if you're finding fulfillment in going against the current as hard as it may be when you face others that don't like it, don't like you doing that, it's your life. That's a whole different thing. But I just felt like I had to put that out there because, again, it's just it's so heard. It's so known. What so many people go through. And I want to add this as well, that our parents' generations went through it too. This is a generational thing we're talking about. This has been passed down, you know. This is this is core belief systems. Core, like embedded from generation to generation. And they've just stuck like this and they've never questioned it. They'll probably question you and why you're depressed, why you have anxiety. They'll never question the core belief structures and values because they don't see any wrongdoing in it. Even though a lot of people come forward and say, I wasn't happy with this, te- with this same teaching, but it's all that I know. I think we all know that failing is normal. And I don't mind saying failing because it's realistic. And if you give the word this immense negative label, then that's what it's going to have. But I can't. I consider it as just a part of life. And I failed many times. And in many of those times are failing because again i also grew up within society that projected those beliefs you know in schools as well it's it's in the education system too where it practices perfection standards and projects that onto their students and then if you don't display that you get singled out people can disagree all they like but Nothing can change my mind, not from what I've seen, the way that they run, the way that teachers have projected that as well. There is like that favoritism within, you know, how good are you at succeeding? How good are you at following the perfection standards here? But yeah, all of that, I feel like we've all experienced that crap. And it really made it hard to accept the failings. Even the big ones. I've had a few big ones in the last two, three years. Some that actually had me going to counselling for. (laughs) I can laugh about it now because I just think, wow, I really thought that that was was my rock bottom again. Like I hit rock bottom from failing with that. I, one particular one that I don't really mind in saying is when I made a petition to bring mental health into education, into the education system. And I had a plan, I had thought up the ideas, I planned it out. And I really thought that I had a, like a, a case, you know, I really thought that this was something. Because a lot of other people have said that they want this and. I thought this would be good because it's, we've all got mental health, you know, a class dedicated to teaching students how to cope with depression, anxiety, how to support each other, all that jam. I had it all planned out and I did it and it failed. It really did. It failed. I was so passionate about it. I was really determined um, and it just didn't work out as i expected and hoped you know the support was scarce and it even started arguments with people you know it was a completely different reaction and i really felt like like i made a decision i left this petition up for i think a year I left it up for quite a long time, a year and a half, I think it was even. And there were some people that were 100% on board. I think I got like, th- I think I got like three, four hundred signatures. 300, I think. Yeah. And there were people that were commenting and that was amazing. Yeah, that is something to recognize. I recognize that. You yeah, recognize those amounts. But I remember going through the stages of just absolute, just feeling absolute shitty. Because I I did what I could with it. I took it as high as I could. I did my research with it. But because I didn't have enough to back me up and you kind of, when you're taking on something as big as this, you do need support. Good support, big support. Like, there was a whole lot of shit to it. But it really, it really made me feel a certain way, you know. And I feel like that was one one of the situations that really got me. I got to a point where I had to ask myself, you know, do I just, do I remove this? Because it's potentially not the time, you know. I always believe that we go through some of these things in terms of learning lessons just pure learning lessons, we go through these to serve a a reminder or to learn a lesson. And lesson doesn't have to be, like, a bad thing. It's not. It's a good thing, you know? Because it did. It did teach me quite a bit. But I made the decision and removed it. And that was not an easy decision because I felt like I was giving up. And I felt like I had just completely failed myself. And... Yeah, it was definitely not an easy process. And it took me a bit to really be okay with that. The fact that I'd removed it and I felt like I'd given up on everyone and I'd given up on future generations, you know, learning about mental health in schools and learning about their own mental health and coping You know, just coping. We all know what it's like to not cope. You don't even have to have a mental health condition. Everyone's got mental health. We all know what it's like when our mental health is low. That shit sucks. To learn how to actually help yourself and not rely on the system or other people in some ways, I think is like a real key element that we need. But yeah, that was one of mine. That was really one of mine. I mean, I have many, but that was the main one that was... A big one for me. And in some ways I still feel a certain way over it. I'm not going to lie. I still feel a certain way over it. I think giving up is not something that I like to do. But that learning lesson showed me that sometimes you actually need to take that step back permanently. To move away. To let go. And I realized that it just wasn't the time. And maybe I hadn't planned it out right. There was just all these things. And truthfully, that's okay. Because in other ways, I have succeeded in like the field. It's not always going to work out as you want it, even when you're so determined and you're so wanting of something you know you crave it you've got so much passion for it and you think that other people are going to be on board but then you realize that some people don't have the same energy towards it some people don't know what you know some people don't they can't handle too much in one as well some people can't see it or understand it it's like a whole thing but that was a learning lesson for me was that that sometimes you have to step back. And giving up, you know, again, that was labelled. That's had That has a label of negativity around it. You need to. You really need to. Sometimes you just need to let it go. Let it be. Allow it to flow. It's like trying to push this project that you've been working on for ages and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Nothing's flowing it's kind of like maybe you need to take a step back and take a breather. I'm not saying to give up. I'm not promoting that or anything like that. But it's the realization that some sometimes you do have projects that don't work. Sometimes you have plans that don't work. Sometimes you fail the test. Sometimes you fail the exam. Sometimes you miss your bus. <laughs> It's just a part of the structure of life. It happens. And I I am targeting the perfection standards here when I'm saying this. Because the perfection standards don't clarify this. They don't confirm this. They kind of say, hey, you're not allowed to give up. But give up within like... When you're pushing yourself to the absolute brink. Because you're trying to force something... That isn't working. Those are the moments that you actually need to stop. But then the perfection standards is like, no, you keep going. Because if you don't, you're an absolute fucking failure. You are nothing. You are unworthy. You're just someone that just gives up. We check a lot of labels on stuff. We really do. But I want this podcast to sort of be that reminder that we all know what it's like, I think, to, to lose something dear to us to work really hard on something and it not work out to have drives and passions and it not work out to really fight really hard for something and it not work out to try something and to fail at it to even fail at tests and exams we know what that's all like I bet you some people are like I don't (laughs) So, I really should say that not everyone, but realistically, like I said, it's a part of the path. Realism, it's a part of the path. But it happens, it happens. A majority, it's sad that that is seen as such an abnormal thing when it's the complete opposite. How many people are miserable growing up with imperfection standards and being told that failure is not an option when it's, that's going against the current completely? That's literally going against just life. And when you're trying to fight against life, that's when things get deeper and messier. Because you're going against something that's completely normal. And that's what I'm telling. That's what I would tell anyone that follows in the perfection standards and preaches that to their children or family members or work colleagues, whoever it is. You are pushing something that is unnatural. Because it is. It is really unnatural to consider perfectionism as the whole. And then that's it. And you can only have that. It's unnatural and that's how people fall into depression and anxiety and people pleasing. If we want to assist the future generations into getting back up when they fall down, this is the start, is breaking that shit. Breaking the perfection standard, breaking the perfectionism. I don't know if I said that right. Just breaking all of that and coming back to the realization that That's an illusion and that it is okay. It is okay to have these moments. It's okay to go through this and you're allowed to feel things about it. You're allowed to feel certain ways when you have these moments, but they're normal. They're so normal and you get back up and you try again or you try a different path or you go a different way. And if you need to grieve over it, you grieve over it. That's normal as well, feeling certain ways about failing. That's completely normal. We've grown up in a society, again, that has preached that it's not. So, of course, we're going to feel certain ways when we do fail. And we do have moments where things just don't work out and we're really hoping that they would. So, it's valid to feel upset over it. Please know that as well. Please, please know that. I've got to even validate that within myself half the time. When I've created so many things like this, podcast and that, and sometimes those standards that... Those words, these conversations that you cannot fail, they pop into your head. And they make you feel a certain way. But again... It's all about unlearning these structures. It's all about moving forward and realizing what doesn't work anymore. And this is one of those things that doesn't work. It never did. But unfortunately, because people didn't know any different and we didn't have the information that we have now. Things couldn't change back then, but now they can. We have the ability and the power to shift in many ways. In many ways. And we have the power to change this ideology and to realize that it's absolutely normal and it's okay. We have the power to do that. So, and it's not hard, by the way, to start that. It's not. It purely starts with you validating that failures are a part of this journey called life and that it is okay.